At the end of 2021, it was reported that one in every $6 in America was spent online. It's now more apparent than ever that e-commerce isn't changing retail. Retail has changed forever. The e-commerce industry is no longer just a trend or a fad. That conversation is largely over. As we head into 2022, e-commerces really need to strive to be ahead of their competition as more and more high street retailers turn their attentions to their e-commerce platforms. I'm Gareth Martin. And I'm Catherine Shepherd, And this is How to Be an E-Commerceer. Hello and welcome back to the E-Commerce Here podcast. I'm Gareth Martin. And here's three unsexy ways to future-proof your e-commerce business as we head into 2022. So e-commerce in 2022 is now big business. And big businesses are highly competitive, they're scrutinized by regulators, and they ultimately must meet the ongoing and ever-changing demands of their customers. So how can the aspiring e-commerce here stay in the hunt and ahead of the pack in 2022? We've seen during the supply chain crisis of 2021 that predicting what you're going to need within the next six to 12 months really relies upon what your customers have done in the past. And having that bank of data from the last year is really going to be essential as we head into 2022 because the crises aren't over yet. I've seen some sources from JP Morgan say that it might ease this year, but we can't be certain of that. And as we head into 2022, e-commerce really need to look six, eight, 12 months into the future to work out what their customers need and when, and that relies all on the data. Yeah, I think, I mean, I turn my attention to the level of competition that there is now for e-commerce businesses. And fundamentally, the e-commerce buyers always bought on price. Where can I get it cheapest? So I, I think in 2022, the business... One, obviously, as you rightly say, with the product to sell, but the business that can reach that customer as quickly as possible, deliver what their customer wants right into their lap and close that sale. I think those those databases will be tremendously important. I think the trick will be, you know, in light of, you know, with a lot of data comes a lot of rules. Um, I think the trick will be this year's the, the maintenance and keeping of customer data in light of GDPR and everything else. But not just having it, not just having loads of data, but actually using it well. The new zero policy data means that individual e-commerce businesses are having to collect that data themselves, which arguably makes it more curated to towards their customers. But of course, that means a greater load of work for e-commerce ears. So I read this week the importance for all e-commerce ears to implement an omni-channel hyper-personalised customer experience which I basically took to mean making the best use of data that you possibly can. Consider your own experience of being a customer with customer data. Tell me about being an e-commerce buyer and what e-commerces get wrong. Largely, it's the product offering. I think that they sometimes get wrong. There's usually too broad of a product offering. And when you're provided with data that comes from cookie analysis or something like that, then 
often you're greeted with products on random pages that aren't actually specific to you, but have only been created from one random click on another website. And I think a more consolidated approach to data would lead to a higher conversion rate of customers, because if you're providing targeting and reaching the customers with the exact products that they need, of course they're going to end up buying from you. Obviously, e-commerce has grown at a staggering rate over the last two years. Um, With that growth, obviously comes scrutiny from other businesses, comes greater scrutiny from regulators. And while e-commerce, like all tech businesses, really has been a, a frontier in terms of regulation, and you have seen over the recent past what we would call innovators and disruptors continue to find ways, mostly legitimate ways, uh, of creating an advantage um, from the very simple rise of regulations like of things like GDPR that ensure the protection of customer information. What's previously been perfectly acceptable in terms of e-commerce practice with data can suddenly um, become illegal. And really, data must be front of mind for every e-commerce business uh, in 2022 because the sovereignty of people's data, uh, the penalties for its misuse or failing to protect customer information uh, will only get more severe. And as we saw in 2021, the successful implementation of data really gave businesses the opportunity for explosive growth. Now, as we head into 2022, I think the consolidation of that data management should be at the forefront of every e-commerce's business plans. And for e-commerce's in 2022, your data management plan could absolutely make you. But one wrong step and it could break you. The second fundamentally unsexy way to future-proof your e-commerce business in 2022 is people. And it's not trite to say that the most important cog in the wheel for any business are its people. But over the course of the last two years, the e-commerce industry has become just that, uh, an industry. And industries are built by workers. And looking at the challenges of 2021... E-commerce businesses with the right teams have relied on the capability of their people to drive growth. The e-commerce industry is fundamentally a tech industry. And of course, you're going to find the advantage within your tech department. I mean, you've seen with what Amazon Alexa, it's really catalyzed the use of voice activated search within the e-commerce industry. Consumers no longer want to do their shopping at the touch of a button. It's now just Alexa, buy me that dress. Yeah, it's interesting from a marketing point of view, we're always seeking uh, new means to advertise or drive efficiency in our advertising. And uh, a lot is made this year of um, uh, revenue on advertising. There's always a new means to communicate with a customer. But all of that is still underpinned by the technology. And if you can't deliver the technology as an e-commerce business, then you just won't find a competitive advantage. I think it'll be really interesting in 2022, the, the dynamic and the successful teams that e-commerce businesses grow, while the industry is certainly getting larger and we're now seeing e-commerce businesses that have departments in-house of operations people and sourcing people, marketing people, um, and, and CEOs from an industry that was uh, fairly underground and back bedroom and a couple of guys in a garage uh, fulfilling orders to the juggernaut that it's grown into uh, over the course of the last two years, the sourcing and management of people will make an e-commerce business this year. It's 
it's not just internally where we see the benefit of good people. It might be a bit cliche to say this, but businesses are built on relationships. Businesses that survived 2021 and experienced success were invested in their relationships. And for e-commerceers, those relationships are with creditors, suppliers and logistics. Yeah, I think the industry now operates in the same sphere and competes with traditional businesses. Uh, And the competition is fierce. And the one thing that traditional businesses have is years and years of relationships that they've built with suppliers, with financiers, everywhere. I mean, if you consider for a moment the challenges that every single industry, including online retail, endured in 2021, it's only the established businesses that could rely on suppliers, that could rely on logistics, that could rely on finance, had cash on hand, that could make a call to make it work. Um, They were the businesses that succeeded. They were the businesses in many cases that survived because a lot didn't. Twenty twenty two will see the dawn of a golden age for e-commerce because consumer habits are no longer changing. They've really changed. Buyers are more sophisticated than they've ever been. The technology is more advanced than it's ever been. The opportunity for e-commerce is is bigger than it's ever been, and the future is bright. Despite all of this, it's the e-commerce business that gets the fundamentally unsexy part right that will no doubt succeed in twenty twenty two. For more information on how Tradebridge can support your e-commerce business, visit www.tradebridge.com. You can download the e-commerce podcast from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Gareth Martin. And I'm Catherine Shepherd. Thank you for listening.